Jesus turned and saw John and Andrew following him and said to them, What are you looking for? In the name of the Father and Son of the Holy Spirit. It says at the beginning of the Gospel that John the Baptist was standing with two of his disciples. Last Sunday we heard St. John the Baptist baptize Jesus. And here St. John the Baptist again. Um, St. John the Baptist is with two of his apostles. It says two of his disciples. Well, later on we find out that one of them is uh, Andrew. Who's the other one? Well, um, St. John's Gospel was written by St. John the Apostle. The, um, this is a way that St. John refers to himself without saying, then I did this and then I did that. So it's St. John the Apostle and St. Andrew. They're standing right next to St. John the Baptist. Um, he passes by. And St. John the Baptist says, Behold the Lamb of God. Uh, with no instruction other than behold the Lamb of God, they follow Jesus. That means they leave St. John the Baptist. St. John the Baptist has been training them all of, all of their lives for this moment. And he identifies the Lamb of God. They're anticipating the coming of the Messiah. Um, he directs them to Jesus and they leave him. So here is a spiritual father, St. John the Baptist, and two of his spiritual children, two of his spiritual sons. Now let's compare these three figures with the three in the, uh, well, with, the, uh, with Eli in the first reading and uh, his two sons. Now, in the Old Testament, there are a bunch of Eli's. Old MacDonald had an Eli. Eli, 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 Elo. Anyway, Elijah, you can abbreviate that with Eli. Uh, Elisha, you can call him Eli. Uh, Eli, you can call him Eli. So there, there are lots of Eli's in the Old Testament. This Eli was high priest at the temple at Shiloh. It wasn't in Jerusalem. He was the high priest. He was from the right tribe the right family, and he had two sons who were priests with him, Hophni and Phinehas. They were both rotten eggs. You ever smelled rotten eggs? Ugh, you'll never forget it. So um, Eli has a couple of rotten eggs for sons, and he's also the high priest for all of Israel at the temple at Shiloh with the Ark of the Covenant. You can't get any better than that. And yet, um, uh, let's talk about how Eli's life ended. Then we'll come back to how, what we're, where we find him in today's first reading. Eli, if you, if, you, if you go home tonight and you read the first five pages of First Samuel, the first book of Samuel, um, the first five pages are, are essentially the first five chapters of um, the book of Samuel, first book of Samuel. That's great. I wish it was that way when I was in school. When we had to read a chapter, I mean, it was lots of pages, maybe four or five. The, uh, anyway, in the Bible, a lot of times it's just a page or two or less. So I was, if you go and read the first five pages, you get a lot of the, the background on this fellow Eli and his two sons, Hophni and Phinehas. First of all, first of all note to self. Never name my children Hophni or Phineas. Okay? The, um, 
So Hophni and Phineas, when the when women would come to the temple at Shiloh um, to praise God, it, it was not uncommon for Hophni and Phineas to assault them sexually. Oh, great, great, right? And of course, Eli, their father, learned about this, and he talked to them. Well, they're still around. They didn't go anywhere. At the end of his life, Eli is 98 years old. So you can imagine Eli and, uh, sorry, Hophni and Phineas are senior citizen rotten eggs. The, um, because they're not far behind him. He's 98. What are they, 78? So um, uh, Hophni and Phineas are just rotten eggs. And Eli doesn't really do anything about it. Um, and uh, they still are up to their old tricks. Uh, in their old age, they, they have to go out against the enemy. So they just decide to take the Ark of the Covenant. Kind of like uh, a kid takes the car without dad knowing it. They just decide to take the Ark of the Covenant out for a spin um, against the enemy. Hey, we'll use God. The Ark of the Covenant was the presence of God for the Israelites. We'll use the Ark of the Covenant like a tool and he has to help us. Well, guess what happened in battle? Hophni was killed, Phineas was killed, and the Ark of the Covenant was captured. You ought to read in 1 Samuel what happened when the enemy opened up the Ark of the Covenant. Wow! Not, not too long after that, the enemy called the Israelites up and said, Will you take it back and we'll give you lots of gold? Um, you ought to read about it. Who says the Bible is boring? Well, anyway, in um, I think it's chapter four, Eli is at home and Eli's 98 and he's doing something all our moms told us not to do. Eli has had lunch. Oh, he's also trying to figure out where the Ark of the Covenant is. Gee, where, where did I leave it? It's next to my cell phone. Um, he doesn't know where the Ark of the Covenant is. Eli, Eli's two sons took the Ark of the Covenant. So he must have really been watching it carefully. Hey, you, you can't take put that down. He wasn't he wasn't watching. Where is he? He's 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 doing what our mothers told us never to do. Our fathers told us never to do. He's sitting in his chair and he's leaning back against the, the, the wall like this. And our parents said, you know, that that's bad for the chair. That's bad for the floor. And you look ridiculous when you fall down. Right? So we've all been there, done that, especially the boys, the men, right? The, um, so Eli is like that when news comes that his both Hophni and Phineas have been killed in battle. The Ark of the Covenant has um, has been seized in battle. What happens to Eli? He falls back and breaks his neck. He dies. His um, daughter-in-law, married to I think Phineas. Um, She's about to give birth. She hears the news. She goes into labor. She dies and the baby dies. His whole family wiped out in one day. That's how Eli's life finished. Okay? Eli the high priest. Now let's go here to the uh, first book of Samuel. It's a different kind of Eli. This is Eli before he kind of... Uh, came into the home stretch. Um, Eli is there with Samuel. It's funny because I told you about, you know, the chair, you know, the uh, 
leaning your chair at the 1140 Mass today, there was um, um, a little boy in the cry room. And he was next to a little boy and they were standing on chairs. And I thought, okay, that's not good. But I kept preaching. And then they started jumping up and down on the chair. So I had to stop. I said, would you please get the little boy off the chair? Guess what his name was? Samuel. (laughs) Guess how old he was? Three years old. Anyway, he had another partner in crime. It's always the girls, isn't it? I'm sorry, always the boys, isn't it? It's never the girls. Anyway, so when, um, when we first hear about Eli um, and Samuel, it's, it's Samuel's mom who goes to the temple to pray. And she prays. She just pours out her heart. Eli sees her praying there, and he gets it totally wrong. He, he thinks that she's drunk. And he says something like that. Oh, you make me sick. You come here to God's temple and you're drunk. And most people would just say, that's it. He insulted me. I'm leaving. I'm never coming back to the temple. Right? We've all had temptations like that. Somebody mistreats us, misjudges us. That's it. No, no. And what happens to Hannah? Hannah's, Hannah describes to him very patiently um, that no, she's praying. She and her husband... Um, they're advanced in age and have no children. And she's asking God to grant her a son. To his credit, Eli blesses her. And in nine months, they have a son. She names him Samuel. Uh, Samuel means God's name. And then three years later, she comes back to the temple with this toddler, now weaned. And she brings an animal for a sacrifice. The animal is sacrificed at the temple and she hands Samuel over to Eli. Samuel is not from the same family as Eli. But Eli takes him on like an adopted son. So look at today's first reading. Where is Samuel and where is Eli? Oh, um, uh, I should know that. Well, Samuel was sleeping in the temple of the Lord. I should stop here and tell you that this is one of the most dangerous readings for any priest to ever use at Sunday Mass. Why? Not once, not just once, but twice, you hear the words, go back to sleep. Oh, no. Never say that in a Catholic church. Go back to sleep. Right? It's like an older priest used to say, in your homilies, Never say to the people, take a minute and close your eyes. Ah, you lost them. <laughs> so the first line says, Samuel was sleeping in the temple when God spoke to him. Where, where would you guess that God would speak to you? In the temple, right? Um, and when God speaks to Samuel, he doesn't understand, so he runs to Eli. If Eli's in the next room, you don't have to run to the next room. You just go right around the corner. Hey, he's not there. Eli is not in the temple. Samuel is in the temple. Eli's somewhere else. Um, And this happens once. This happens twice. The third time, Eli says, oh, it's that prayer stuff. Uh, Okay, Um, uh, see, I should remember this. That's right. Um, When he speaks to you next time, just say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Why is this important? 
Eli's an old man. He knows the right answer, but he's not using it in his own life. Hey, wait a minute. I thought once you passed, oh, what, 50? You got to get out of jail card free, right? Listen, don't you know how old I am? Don't, don't, excuse me, young lady. Excuse me, young man. Don't you know how old I am? Listen, uh, Eli was 98. Remember? Timber. Right? Broke his neck. Family. The, um, so Eli gives the correct answer to Samuel. He's just not living it. You know, some people, it's very common. Some people think the goal of the Christian life is to stay out of hell. No, that's not the goal of Christian life. Um, the goal of the Christian life is heaven. And, you know, pursuit of heaven. I want to be in heaven. That means I'm not going to be in hell. But um, this, um, this is something which, um, um, which we can see parallels with the gospel today. Because Jesus turns around in the gospel and he talks to two men. He talks to St. John, the apostle, and St. Andrew, the apostle. And he says to them, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? Um, the, um, here we are at the beginning of a new year. Let's just pretend in 2014, not once, not even half of a time did you stop to pray. You know, some people say, oh, yeah, I pray just before I go to bed. That's that's like unplugging the radio. Um, now for the word, right? That's, that's, you don't hear the weather. Now for the word. Um, Hail Mary. No, that's not prayer. That's something, but it's not prayer. But let's, let's just take it that 2014 was a zero. No praying. Here's 2015. The whole year is stretching out before us. Speak, Lord. For your servant is listening, is the the first step in prayer, isn't it? Lord, I'm here. Uh, I'm listening. You know, I, I'm so glad there are over a hundred churches, Christian churches in Greenville. There's only one Catholic church in Greenville, and in this church we have a tabernacle. In that tabernacle is indeed the 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 body, blood, soul, and divinity of the risen Christ. To, to pray here, um, you would expect God to, to hear you and answer you. But this business about, no, I'm just going to whistle my whole life. I'm never going to speak to him. I'm never going to listen to him. But somehow, at the end of my life, just because I breathe in and out, he's got to let me into heaven. Where do you, where do you find that? Parents are always having to take the temperature of their children. To see if they actually understand that uh, the Christian life is not a set of rules. It's a, it's a conversation. Um, we speak and we listen. We speak and we listen. We speak and we listen. And all we have is today. Did you notice it says there that uh, they, uh, they stayed with him that day. They stayed with Jesus that day. That's all you have to spend with Jesus is just one day. You can't spend tomorrow with him, and you can't spend yesterday with him. It's not here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know my kids have this. I know my kids know this. I know my grandkids know this. I know my nieces and nephews know this. I know my spouse knows this. Oh, really? Um, Eli. Eli, like they, they, people today say, when they've got it all squared away, yeah, I got the cap. I got the coffee mug. I got the T-shirt. 
Eli had all those. And um, his whole house fell down that day. In one day, uh, Samuel went on. Uh, when, when all three of them died, Eli, Hophni, and Phinehas, how many priests were left in Israel for the temple at Shiloh? So the people turned to Samuel and they said, hey, you're the new priest. And he said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not even of the right family. Uh, God chose Samuel, the adopted son, if you will, of Eli. And he's the one who would go on to anoint David, Saul, king, and then David after him as king. And of course, King David is the ancestor of Jesus. Friends, um, Jesus wants us to recognize, like last week, baptism makes us a, a brother and sister of Christ, an adopted son, daughter of God the Father. He wants to hear from me. He wants to hear from you. You and I can live as rotten eggs. If we choose to, we can do exactly that. Here's a way to break through all of this. Um, listen to Jesus saying to you today, what are you looking for? You know, if you if you lose your keys and you know you lost them in the house, do you go outside in the backyard and search for them? That's ridiculous. You lost them in the house. Um, if you if you lose, left your phone at work somewhere, what do you search your uh, your car? Um, if you're looking, what are you looking for? If you're looking for him, no, you're not going to find him on that channel. Um, you're not going to find him on that website. Do I need to go any more explicit? No, you're not going to find him in that conversation. Friends, you and I can be Hophni and Phineas any day of the week we want to. Um, but God wants us to search him out. Um, um, Jesus turned and saw them following him and said to them, What are you looking for? What are you looking for? In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit.